did this ourselves. They're coming. It can't be. Where is everyone? Hello, survivors, and welcome back to the Apocalypse Postcast, a podcast. I'm your host, Makeshift, bringing you another round of Wastelander stories. This week's guests are all hobos, tramps, and drifters, but I'll let you decide which is which. And we're going to vagabond over some stories straight out of the wastes. My first guest is a lady waster that's always wearing a smile as she flaunts her ginger hair and jingly costume camp to camp. She's ready to lend a hand, even if it's not her own, and can often be seen playing with fire. She's the interpreter. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Thanks so much for coming on. So uh, tell me where your name comes from. Um, so there's quite a few meanings to my wasteland name, but, um, Uh I went to school for sign language interpreting. And so I graduated with a certificate in sign language interpreting, but also from learning sign language, it's a um, concept for concept language. And so there's not a sign to English word equivalent. You sign a word and it can mean many different things. And you take that and how that word is used in the context, you figure out what it means. And so um, by being able to have a hundred words and take it down and minimize that into a smaller sentence, you get, <laughs> you get used to listening to what people are saying and what they're not saying. And so um, a lot of the times with my friends, um, there was quite a while where they would just start bickering or fighting or, and they'd be saying the same thing, but they were using different words. And so I solved or not solved, but I was there for a few <laughs> things where I'm like, Hey, you guys are saying the same thing. You're just using different words. And so my friends started joking that I was their interpreter. And so that is where, Are you a middle child? No, I'm a baby child. (laughs) But I grew up with a lot of kids in my neighborhood and I was like kind of the older one. And so maybe that's where the middle comes from. (laughs) Awesome. I love it. All right. My next guest is always last when they line up by name. He shows up early and stays late, but never overstays his welcome. Mostly because he brings his own mat. You can line up for shots straight from his wine sack. Here's Zephyr. Hello. Hello <laughs> hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, thank you for having me. Um, actually pretty fun since I've been in quarantine for 11 months. And, you know, woo. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, so you introduced yourself to me at Uranium Springs a long time ago as, and I quote, the Lord of the Waste. But it didn't quite mean what I thought it meant at first. Oh, yes. That, that was yes. Okay. Didn't you tell me about that? Well, at, at the time... Um, I was filling in by trying to, it was, it was, Uranium Springs had just started. So when you start a new event, sometimes you're like, oh, we need somebody to do this and somebody to do that. And Uranium Springs doesn't have porta potties because we're 10 miles on a dirt road. Mm-hmm. So um, Shipwreck Molly had made like these 50 gallon drums with like toilet seats on and like all this stuff to like capture flies <laughs> and you put sawdust <laughs> on stuff and so it doesn't smell too bad. But you know, 50 gallons of sawdust and human stuff. It eventually needs to be emptied and the property where she emptied it that she owned was like uh, a couple properties away so you'd have to wrestle them out put them on drive out there wrestle them out tip them and then pop them up upside down and nobody wanted this job and mall uh molly was in uh i think she was in her 50s and so she, and she had a bad back and so she's like i need help and i'm like cool i'll help whatever and so that became for a while kind of my thing. And so I was the Lord of Waste for one or two events. Or, or was that? No, God, I, that's another story. Oh, no, that was the one we built at Porta Potty my, uh, out of like driftwood. My job was to kick it over, 
move, dig a hole, kick it over, drag it to the new hole, put it up, and then cover the other hole. That's why it was a Lord of Waste. And then there you should break my I, I, there they is. all run together, like I say. You know, I drink a lot. Yep. You well, know. Zephyr, we all appreciate your crap rifice. But I remember the, <laughs> <laughs> I remember the show up here. So, you know, I got that going for me. You're doing good. All right. And finally is the first new Wastelander I met on site. This is all the way back in 2011. He showed up with nothing but a motorcycle and a loincloth. And he's the only man who's ever had a beard named after him. Or is it the other way around? Here's Chops. My man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've never had anyone introduce me before. That was fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun uh, trying to come up with terrible puns and, and make it make it a good time. You're, you're clearly the man for the job. <laughs> so, Chops, did you ever find out who stole the hood ornament off your jet skeeter? Oh, God, the dildo gas cap. You know what? <laughs> Here's the thing. The year the year that gas cap finally went away, uh, it disappeared for a day. And then it came back the next day. Someone put it back uh, right really? back in the, in the gas tank. And then the next day, gone again. So <laughs> where, where is it's that? It's a community where gas is cap. Pink, where is that dusty pink jelly dildo now? Uh, I don't think we'll ever, ever know. Wow. Well, a lot of tribes have their relics. So I guess that's yours. And uh, <laughs> maybe you'll get it back in a good deal someday. It oh, lives on a farm. We're at Frolics. <laughs> God, one day. All right, guys. Well, I'm super excited to get into some stories right out of the waist. Um, Thank you all for coming along. Let's have a good time tonight, huh? Yes. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Yeah. So um, one of the interpreter's taglines that she loves to use (laughs) is I helped. (laughs) I did not start that. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) And she's got a story to tell. to, To tell tonight about one time that Adam said she could. And she's going to tell that story right after this commercial, improvised right now by Chops. Perfect. (laughs) Not me. So do you have a box? Is it comfy? Do you have comfy, but do you lack a box? Is it possible you need both cozy and a box in the same place? Because frankly, they work much better as a team. I recommend you come find Camp Cozy Box, which is not associated with CCB. They're, as far as you know, two totally different things. No one knows what CCB stands for. Camp Cozy Box. <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh my gosh, I'm over here like trying so hard not to laugh. I, we have to follow that? We have yes. to? Yes. What? what? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks. Setting no, the bar I'm high. an air raid siren. I'm good. When yeah. in doubt, just make a siren noise. Oh, I have to, I have to follow her too? Oh, yep. great. <laughs> Okay, Actually, on. that is the funny, order it's funny, gonna funny, be. Thing. <laughs> Here, here's the trick, Zephyr. Um, tell us, tell us, like, tell us, like, a give us a commercial of you a, a describing why we shouldn't come to your camp. There you I'm go. There. Yeah, Done. Right, ruminate on that for a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm there. Don't show up. I don't like people. Don't tell us it now. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> interpreter, it. you've got the floor. Tell us your story. Oh, okay. Um, so, my story took place at Uranium Springs. Wastelanders, if you have never been to Uranium Springs, I highly recommend it. It is very small and intimate, and it's a lot less pressure. It, it, yes, it's nice and relaxing. It's a relaxing wasteland. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the benefits of going to Uranium Springs is that their fire limitations are different. And Adam's able to bring out his flamethrower. 
or flamethrowers. He has the small handheld <laughs> one you can use, and then there's one that's attached to the war wig or rig that has a fuel pod attached to that. And you have to wear a special suit because it gets super hot. And even while you're in the suit, you're still sweating. Uh, there's photos of someone trying to burn down the WCC one year. It was me. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Adam said I could. <laughs> the shops and I were above, above this above uh, WCC. Listen, yeah. Watching that happen. That was awesome. That I was... could feel the heat from the top of that hill. <laughs> It was so much fun. Um, So yeah, so Adam brings out that intense gnarly flamethrower. And so we had been having fun with it. And he got the idea that he wanted to do a cool show for everybody and show them how awesome the flamethrower is. And so we drove down a little um, embankment area where there's nobody else at. And we were testing it out. And Schizo was there and Mr. Fahrenheit. And so um, Schizo's testing the flamethrower. Adam shows... This is how you turn it. This right here turns fuel off. Turn this one off. Turn, it shows everything that you need to know. Goes over the safety. Makes you repeat it back to him. And then he repeats it again. And so you know how to turn everything off. There's no confusion. Safety 100%. You have to be completely sober to touch it or do any of those things. I have um, never used the flamethrower. i have stayed extremely sober or i stayed extremely sober at uranium springs so that i could play with fire (laughs) um and yeah and so we're down there testing it and um this couple comes down on their little mini bikes and it's a, a gentleman and a lady and the guy he had really wanted to play with the pocket flamethrower or the smaller one uh was super excited and was talking to his partner about it letting her know it's safe look at how careful they are blah 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 blah, blah. like i can do this it'll be fine and so we're all like oh yeah no it's super safe like just we're just playing with this one right here like just watch like you will see that safety is important and so <laughs> safety is so important it is i mean with certain things yes (laughs) um and yeah and so schizo suits up he's in the suit um adam goes over everything he explains it to him and we're far away because that one's super hot and so schizo's um playing with it and uh stop and then the flame stops and there is fuel dripping and so adam's telling him turn it off turn it off and as there's a huge fuel pod attached and there's fuel dripping down and it's and it's not like a little drip it's a solid stream and so adam's like turn it off forking turn it off and schizo's (laughs) like i forking did and they're just screaming at each other and mr fahrenheit is on the top of the hill watching this because he was watching the show and like hey you guys it looks good and we're on radios and so adam and schizo are yelling at each other the couple is um, over there and the girl is like, oh, no, I'm done. And so she jumps on the bike and starts booking it. And the guy is like reluctantly gets on the bike. And I see Adam running towards the war rig where the fire is happening. And just seeing Adam run made me run the other way because I was like, Adam doesn't run. He, he has a bad knee. Like he uses his no, no. Oh, bad. And so Adam's running. Schizo looks panicked. I'm running the other way. That girl i can like she is just gone the other guys are kind of looking back sad and i'm carrying the radio and i hear fahrenheit say hey guys what's going on everything cool down there what's up is it okay (laughs) and i'm just like running looking behind me seeing adam run and schizo's just like what guys it's what (laughs) for a guy named schizo he keeps his cool 
Oh, yeah. He also doesn't remember the story, which I'm like, how can how can you not? Um, and I you also, talk I to Schizo to the, and then you understand, like, well, yeah. an interesting yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. I, um, the guy, I saw him later and I was like, so did you get to um, play with the flamethrower? And the look on his face. <laughs> oh, he did no. not. Oh, no. <laughs> That's like for a lot of people. That's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. When Adam asks if you want to do something, just say yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> like your life, your life is not going to be in danger. Like mm-hmm. it, you can bail out at any time. It's fine. But if he's like, "Hey, you want to go do this thing?" Just say yes. That is how you get to play with fire. That's how you get to steal Grim's throne. Oh, um, is that Warchief Grim? Because yeah, uh, War that Chief introduces Grimm. that introduces our drinking game, guys. Cheers, Warchief Grim. I'm gonna drink my flippers. <laughs> he was definitely the story that way on purpose. <laughs> he was definitely the one that asked me and the rest of staff if we wanted to go steal the cow. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm mount it at, on top of the Atomic Cafe. Yes, oh I'm telling. If Adam asks if you want to do something, just say yes. <laughs> And then you get to say, Adam said I could later. Yeah. Yes. And it's the best to tell Adam he said you could to his face. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a policy that'll extend your life, but it'll give you some fun stories. Yes. Yeah. I love that story. And it reminds me so much of, I think it, it had to be Wasteland Weekend 2015 because of where the Dukes were camped. And and it had to be after Fury Road came out because there was the first tribe of war boys, right? Mm. And they had a bonfire going, and all of a sudden, the bonfire is going absolutely crazy. <laughs> and and we look over, and and you can just see these these like war boys, and they're in full war boy regalia. They look right out of the movie. They're some of the best decorated characters at Wasteland, and they're all like trying to grab with sticks and ropes, like a gas can out of the fire. What oh it was doing gosh. in the fire, I don't know. <laughs> I, I and think so of somebody course threw I gr- it in randomly and yeah, did not think that through. Oh, yeah, yeah. I missed that. Um, <laughs> I, I think uh, I was about a hundred feet away and I just heard, it went up and I just heard like frantic murmuring from a distance and I could just see shadows, <laughs> not dancing, but randomly spastically like shimmering around the fire. And I'm like, I'm not going over there. It was it was beautiful, right? There was something just magical it, about the way it looked. You, you could definitely tell shit got real. Like, yeah, yeah. it got it got real real fast. You know, and the I, tone of, course, of the murmuring went from like beaker, like not happy beaker. Yeah, and I of course grabbed my camera and I'm like running towards it because I'm like I gotta capture this. This yeah, is back run when. The other way. <laughs> we we know. <laughs> You're on your and, own. <laughs> and I got lucky because Hotshot uh, actually grabbed my arm and was like, no. <laughs> so I, I got about 100 yards away and, and she she started yanking me back. Thank goodness. She is the voice of reason a lot in your camp. Uh-huh. That is so true. It's a good oh, thing she's in charge now. Yeah. You need a voice of reason around. <laughs> if only to ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Eli. Tell me what Signed not to them. do so I know what to do. I, I signed my life away on a piece of paper, even though I don't know how to write. And time for poor choices. Yeah, that's amazing. Money's worth. Yeah. yeah, and I gotta say, overall, we've been very lucky at Wasteland. We don't really have a whole lot of emergencies. No. Um, you know, we had the RV that caught on fire one year because oh, uh, I think it was leaky propane tank. Was that the? Uh... It was something with it was something on their end, and um, yeah. 
So yeah, something faulty with they had like left something running that they shouldn't have left running and left their camp. Oh, and that yeah. caused a spark oh, no. and then theirs going up put the one next to it and that was actually their friends. And so Oh yeah. wow. I, I yeah. heard that it was they had been I don't actually I don't know and I'm not gonna say what I had heard because I had it was just like <laughs> third, fourth party and that that's Yeah, the, I know. It was a freak accident. Goes like a wildfire. Yeah. It goes like wildfire wildfire. Yeah. So Yeah. I heard yeah. it was terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> terrorists. <laughs> Little small dogs. Oh, just picture the NCR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ja- ja- yeah, by that I mean Jack Russell terrorists. <laughs> yep, Jack Russell yep. terrorists. <laughs> Story checks out. Yeah, and I think we've been lucky so far that most of our emergency stories have been I almost did something really bad. <laughs> yeah, from yeah, from and what it, I've heard. And also, it's 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 almost like it, it shows that there's a bunch of drunk assholes, but there's always like the com- communal voice or even like one guy's like, I'm going to do the thing. And there's like five brain cells among equally drunk people. And the five <laughs> brain cells are like, wait, no, you should not do that thing. And they stop the one person from doing the thing. Like, it's, yeah. the, I don't know. Yeah. I, I do want to say we have an, an amazing medical staff that they have taken oh, yeah. care. If you are getting dehydrated, they're right there. Like they, they are oh, on yeah. top of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Giving those yep. banana bags out. Oh, they do an amazing <laughs> job considering how far from media most of us party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, Chops, since uh, there's a lot of people out there that have no idea what party medium is, but you're the guy. You are the guy. You. Can I'm you explain? Really sure. I, I think I'm just the guy who says it most. <laughs> you have stickers. <laughs> well, well you, I can yeah. segue into a story about a flamethrower on a party medium sticker. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> I think it might have actually been the same one where you could fire the smaller flamethrower. And of course, yeah. Chops being Chops is like, I'm a fucking party medium naked. Flamethrower naked. I encourage so many people to do it naked because of oh, you yeah. doing it naked, Chops. And uh, and then later, like, because I've been wandering around and I think he was, you were doing your like eight hours at front with with somebody with, uh, I'm facing her name. So uh, uh, some, 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 some woman. Um, and, Wait, you mean uh, at, at check-in? Uh, yeah, re- thank you, at your aim springs. Oh, but the check-in. Somebody, oh, okay. yeah. 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 And we were talking and just hanging out, and uh, you mentioned that you had been in fuego, in, fu- in flagrante, I believe, is what you said, <laughs> or something to that point. We were all drinking. That, and he said, and then he went, oh, well, I was wearing a sticker. And you were like, no shirt, your kilt, shoes. And the girl's like, oh where are you wearing the sticker? And he just like lifts up his kilt and it's like a two by two sticker on his junk. And there was a <laughs> lot more junk than sticker. Like, and she went, wow, that's impressive. And I being the mischievous uncle drunkle that I am was like, yeah, yeah. You interested in that? And she goes, no, I choose oh. life. <laughs> and I fucking lost it. It was just a perfect deadpan response. To Chops and his package. Uh, oh, little I completely Chops. forgotten that. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, that was a thing of beauty. And it was so much fun. <laughs> oh, great. I love that. Oh. Not to embarrass you, you, Chops, but yeah. I first saw a picture of you naked uh, on the set of True Blood that was getting passed around the crew. <laughs> I've watched <laughs> that episode a few yes, times. They've been, yeah. Oh, God. And uh, I don't know what, I mean, if you take naked pictures and you hand them out, Chops, that's that's just what's going to happen. Did, did, did you know where that picture came from? No, I don't know where it came from. Okay. I do know who gave it to me. It was one of the ADs. Oh, my God. <laughs> so 
I was working on the show, we had someone new, another stand-in, and we, we spent a lot of time sitting in a car because there was a car scene. And so we just got to talk. And she says, well, what are you doing this weekend? I go, well, I'm going on a bike ride. She goes, what bike ride? I'm like, I know we just like, we, we've just met, uh, but it's a, it's a naked bike ride. It's a, it's, it's called the world naked bike ride. <laughs> and they do it in every city worldwide on the same day. Uh, a lot of people buck naked on bicycles. Like I like, I'd like this to not be sexual harassment. So like, I, if you want to hear more, that's fine. But otherwise I'm going to stop here. And she goes, can I, can I come? And I went, I, no one's stopping you. <laughs> So we rode naked. <laughs> so we we rode in the world naked bike ride together. Me and this new coworker I've got. We got pictures of us standing buck naked in front of her bicycles. Oh Again, wow! I'm not, I'm not okay. So here's the thing: I'm not completely naked. Uh, I'm wearing a luchador mask and a pair of Chuck Taylors. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, weren't you wearing a mask? <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. My mustache was sticking that, out of the mask. I, I had dramatic. that picture. <laughs> And I photoshopped but, two party medium stickers onto your nipples because, you know, to make it appropriate. And for some reason, it randomly shows up in my memories. Didn't you also get a part on the show because of your photo? I think that's well, why that, you got your... Is that what it was? Yeah. That is kind of how that goes. I So so we, we got this picture taken in front of her bicycles. And, and she looked at the picture and went, oh, this is a fantastic picture. And it was, it was a good picture. And she immediately took that picture and she uh, texted it to someone, a friend of hers, who was a cameraman on the show. And that person was like, oh, I, I'm also holding my True Blood cast and crew water bottle, which is fairly distinctive in the, in the picture. Uh -huh. So someone on the set was like, saw, saw her and they saw the picture and they saw the bottle and they went, oh shit, that's chops. Uh, he's naked. <laughs> and then he forwarded, he forwarded it to everyone else. Uh, as far as I know, as far as I know, most of the cast and crew ended up with that photo. <laughs> I'd go to, I'd like, so for several seasons, I'd, I'd, I'd walk into crafty and one of the, one of the grips would be like, Oh, what's up, man? How's your dick? And I'd, it, that would just be like a regular Thursday. <laughs> we don't want to make this chops is true blood show, but, uh, I do like how you made an old lady blush. On set, <laughs> gotta take your phone out of your pocket. That's not my phone. Bright red, on <laughs> the side. Shoot the scene. We were about to roll camera on a scene where I was taking my pants off, and the, one of the costumers, most of the crew, has to go away because I'm getting naked. Uh, but one of the costumers goes, "Oh shit, you can't, you can't roll camera." He's got his phone in his pocket. And one of the other costumer ladies was like, "Oh, honey, that's that's not his phone." Uh, and she just, she just, she turned crimson. She turned crimson and died. Didn't you oh, win a amazing. trophy at the cockpit? I'm gonna have to step in here because not everyone knows what the cockpit is, and the the cockpit is um, a LGBTQ friendly tribe, um, and they host events at Wasteland. Um, mm -hmm. In the same day, if I remember right, they host a weenie roast and a wiener roast. The first one is sausages and the second one is not. <laughs> Does that make sense? Did, am I saying it right? That makes sure. a lot of sense. I've, I've never seen these events, but I'm, so I'm told. There's a good chance in the cockpit you're going to see some someone naked, basically. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Can, go from there. They also um, moon a lot thanks to... Um, <laughs> me going up to bear saying, Hey, you want to moon the wasted saints? And so there's photos of like 40 something people all lined up mooning God. the wasted saints. Nice. The moon off. They never mooned us back, but we did so that. every like 15 minutes bear. One of us would come up to the other and be like, you want to go moon them again? Huh. And they're the tribe that really likes butts. They've got like the butt dance off. We tried so hard to start a moon off and get them to moon us back. And they never did. 
<laughs> too funny. Uh, uh, so yeah, sorry, chops. Uh, yeah, sorry. Back back to the cockpit. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I think there was one year I was walking around in in Wasteland City, and uh, and I, I I looked up and here's in front of me the cockpit, which I'm told is. Uh, Wasteland's premier aviation themed gay bar. And I was like, Oh, I've never been to this place <laughs> before. Yeah. So I, so I roll in and the first person inside the door to greet me says, show us your penis. Uh, and so I pulled my pants down and then they just handed me a trophy. And that's, <laughs> and then I, and then I, and then I hung Didn't it on my penis. The trophy? I, I had the penis, yeah. I had the trophy at one point hanging from my penis. Uh, and we got some, we posed for I, pictures I and, after then I, that. and then I left. <laughs> no, like you a... were there because I came in after that, and you're like, "Were you just in here a couple minutes ago?" I'm like, "No, I just got here." And you're like, oh, "Okay, good." But wasn't it like? <laughs> and then I found so... out what happened. But chops wasn't like a 19, 1993 tro- uh, or some old trophy for yes. second place, and you're like, "Well, oh, oh. I was six at the time. At nineteen ninety three, I was six or eighty three or whatever. I don't know. Numbers are weird." But, yeah. but yes, that's the tro- the trophies were like donations and thrift store finds. Like they were just random trophies that oh, they were just it. oh there you oh, go yeah. to be like a cheerleader on top. <laughs> that trophy's actually in this garage somewhere. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, I would hope so we keep that. That's a that's a that's a keeper. That's a relic. If someone gave me that trophy, I would definitely have it on display. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So sometimes we tell our wasteland stories. And other times, our best stories are told back to us. Zephyr is going to tell us. <laughs> Zephyr is going to tell us a little story told to him by another, and he's going to tell it right after this commercial, improvised right now by the interpreter. Sirens, the premier wake-up service of the wastes. Just try and sleep with us. That's all I got. Yes, that was perfect. <laughs> Is that an official uh, tagline, or did you just make that up? Uh, those are two of our, uh, yeah, the, uh, the Amazon created the Just Try and Sleep With Us. We have it on oh my stickers. Gosh. So brilliant. All right. Well, Zephyr, I would love to hear your tale. Okay, so this was related to me by somebody who shall not be named, Chops. And um, <laughs> just, just to preface, for people who don't know me, um, I like to drink, especially at these events. <laughs> and it's not like drink as much as possible, as quickly as possible. It's like just drink consistently and then get drunker and drunker, pass out, wake up, drink again, get more drunk. It's always with yeah, you people have yourself. fun. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I, I'm like a marathon stumbler. I'm not a sprinter. <laughs> If you're and, never um, sober, you can't get a hangover. So so most of my stories are very similar, and a lot of them have a lot of fuzzy areas uh, where people tell me something, and I go, oh, yeah, I did, that, that did happen. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. But every once in a while, for no reason, like, just because it's just how it is, you've all been there. We're like, I'm, you know, like, I'm not going to get drunk. I'm going to have a few drinks. And then you wake up in your truck, and you look out, and you would fall into your tent and puked ramen and Gatorade. All over the oh God. S- by the side of the road, <laughs> uh, and then you kind of piece together like ten seconds. But then later you find out more things, like the fact that apparently I invented a new language while doing a happy dance in front of a microwave that didn't work, and it took me fifteen minutes to like figure out how to make what was it double ramen? Well, I took I a bag so. of ramen, I crushed it up, and I took a bowl of like one of those plastic bowls of ramen, and I put the crushed ramen in the, in the ramen, and put both packets in. Then I, what was it? I put it. 
I put it in the microwave that had been unplugged. Did you, you know, put water in it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Eventually <laughs> I did because I ate it and I puked it up. But then I put it in. I pressed buttons. Apparently it was just off, dead. It was unplugged. And then I just sat there like <laughs> dancing and just like, just say, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't even remember it. So I don't know what I was, I apparently creating a new language. Do you have any, uh, he who shall not be named chops. Um, what would I sound like? It did kind of look like you were trying to activate the microwave via, uh, interpretive dance. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Which I'd like to live in a world where that's a thing, but I'm not sure if that's the world we were currently living in. Then apparently I took it out. It was cold. It wasn't cooked. I was confused. I put it on the top of the microwave, closed the microwave door. was like, oh, it's off. So I went and I plugged it in. I started the microwave and made all the noises. And it was there. And I set it for like, I don't know, probably way too long. Did and you put I sat it inside there. the microwave? No, it was on top. Thanks for, thanks okay. for, thanks okay. for what? the story. Oh, shoot. Sorry. <laughs> don't worry. I've done that many a time. Uh, thank you, because now I can make that joke. So it still works. I was like, wait a minute. What uh, happened? Wait. Yeah. So, yeah, again, it's on top of the microwave. I play it and I dance and I dance. And apparently I like open it up and I like look and I'm like apparently staring inside an empty microwave, completely confused. And then it's just right above, like, like if I just look two inches up, I'd be all like, hey. So eventually I did it and I, I, ate it and I wandered home and I remember just like trying to get into my tent and like just like bear in the woods trying to get to the block of cheese and the human tent <laughs> falling in <laughs> and then I just passed out in my truck so you know that that's one of the few like I black out every once in a while but that was one of the really where I was like oh I really wish I remembered that <laughs> but so shops remember shops did- after wasteland we went to that the, the comedy show above the Chinese food laundry or Chinese food place. And oh, we were God, joking yeah, it's around. A, it's a Chinese restaurant called the palace. And they do yeah. a free stand up comedy show. there like every week. And we're both That's like, rad. we're both in like sleeveless t-shirts. And I have like the Mohawk with like the braided beard and you have your giant chops. And the guy like looks, does it like you motherfuckers look like you were like the upper upper parts of two centaurs and i was like oh that's awesome and then he's like you're the most los police assholes in this place and i'm like what and chops is laughing because he knows what that means because he's from that area or he's living there at the time and then like he tells a joke to me and i say the punchline because i'm just you know that's and he's like thanks man good job that's i was you're supposed welcome. to say that i was like oh gotta so, be quicker than that so, yep yep you know i understand completely anyway so that's all I got to say about that. I love it. I love it. And it's it, you just reminded me that um, during the daytime, before uh, you get into the heavy drinkings, uh, you are basically Wasteland's designated driver. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I am. Well, with the with the with the um, side by side. during build. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I, uh, my, that was one year where I was the taxi which was completely <laughs> ironic because that was when we had two of the side-by-sides. And I was like, shit, I'm like, I'm the one that has this dedicated to me and I'm just an asshole with the beer. And I even like went to Adam and I'm like, should I be giving this some this? Like, are you helping? I'm like, yeah. Like I was wandering around, making sure people had water and everybody was good. If there was a problem, I try and make sure they knew who to talk to and if they needed a ride. It was super fun. But even then I was like, how the fuck did I get this? How did I get the uni- <laughs> one of one of the two unicorns in I mean, setup? You, um, I, I can't remember if it was seventeen or eighteen, but there were um, during entry into the event, somebody on his little motorcycle hit something. Like somebody hit somebody else's vehicle and like knocked a piece off, and 
and that guy, yeah, oh, the guy yeah. with the, and he just kept booking it, and you were like, "I'm on it," yeah, <laughs> and you just like chased him down, and I was like, "Wait, I've never seen Sirius Zephyr face before." He was trying to get around a van, and yeah. you're like a little trike, and so as he juked around the van, he hit like the tail light off and just slowed down. Didn't look back, slowed down, and then like to get his balance, and this kept going, and people were like, "The fuck!" And I'm like, "I got this," because yeah. I thought at first I was like, "Motherfucker, just did you just do that?" And yeah, I chase like, him around what? the block and I, <laughs> I chase him around the block and he parks. I'm like, hey, bro, you know, you just like hit a car taillight off. He's like, wait, what? It's like, oh, yeah. I thought I had like just like hit a rock or bumped. I didn't realize oh, I knocked something off. What? But he drove around and he was like, I'm sorry. It was, he was you know, super nice about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, every once oh, in a good. while I have to put this. I, I like to like give the seriousness of like more adultier adults. But yeah, I was just like, oh. Serious Zephyr face. I've never seen I, that before. I dislike doing that because I just don't like being serious, especially. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I try not to be the voice of reason. If I'm the voice of reason, then Hobo. something's wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Unless that reason is, is to drink. Ironic. Yeah, it's like if I'm telling you something's a bad idea, then it's like, what? Yeah. Why am I the last person talking right now? Like, no. We, yeah. We have we have reached this point in uh in in the yeah. night when I am the voice of reason. Yeah. I'm the adult. How the fuck did that happen? <sighs> Uh, bourbon is good bourbon is good oh yeah (laughs) so speaking of drinks ready here's my segue (laughs) a lot of drinks get shared at wasteland weekend and it's always wise to ask what's in that cup and chops is going to tell you why (laughs) (laughs) but he's going to do it right after this commercial improvised right now by zephyr why hello do you have low standards? Are you into poor choices? Do you have nowhere else to go or just way too lazy to find a place to go? Come to the Yard Hobo Collective at Uranium Springs. We'll accept anybody. Even you. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. I love it. <laughs> All right, uh, that wasn't too horrible. Okay. The Art Hobo Collective. Oh, yard Hobo. Lard Hobo. <laughs> Thank you. No, yard. Y A R D. The art. The art yard. Shard Hobo. Shard Robo. What? The shitty Robo. Yeah. My. I, I had a twenty foot travel trailer that I bought in Tucson, Arizona, and I had parked it in my friend's front yard to keep when I was. So whenever I was in town, I had a place to stay, but it was like a twenty one foot long yard, so it like literally took up a quarter of his yard. There was just this big monstrosity, but I would come in randomly and give him a couple days to like prepare. Like, hey, bro, I'm in Albuquerque. I'm gonna drink with some friends. Can I come stay? He's like, of course, man. Your 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 Chateau de Hobo is here. And I was like, cool, <laughs> yeah, awesome. And That's rad. I would go and I would go down like downtown Flagstaff and get drunk and walk back. And it's like an hour and a half walk while drunk, which is really fun for me because I love drinking <laughs> and walking. Um, and hour then I, and a half of walking super drunk dude i i loved doing it especially when i was younger like that's amazing I, uh, but uh but one time like i would get up early and i had like this velour robe with like art nouveau poster prints all over it sporadically over it and i had like red wool socks and blue swim tr- swim uh, shoes that i had like collected from like i think i got the shoes from Asheville, north carolina and the Red Wolf socks was one of the Legio guys because I was cold. He's like, here's some socks. I'm like, thanks, bro. And then, like, the velour thing was in, like, Tucson or, or maybe, maybe in Flagstaff. And I love going to, like, little thrift stores slash, like, those really cool stores with, like, all the, yeah. all the like, stuff. 
And uh, I would get up and I would like have to go to the bathroom. And I always seemed to get up when people were going to work or like I just met the neighbors a bunch. <laughs> and I'd just be super drunk, like super hungover, super friendly. And I'd like help people with their, gro- their groceries. And yeah. finally the neighbors like came over to my buddy's house and was like, the fuck is this guy doing here? Like, do you have like, like, what is he? Does he live here? Like, you only see him every couple months, but he's really, what? what? And my buddy goes, oh, you have a yard hobo. You don't have one? And I went, oh, that, that name, that that's mine. Yoink. Like, that is my nice. name. And so that's why I go by Yard Hobo. Yard Hobo. I love it. <laughs> All righty, Chops. Let's, uh, let's hear your story about that, that cup someone gave you one time. Oh, God. <laughs> so I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start this one out by painting you a little bit of a word picture, like a haiku, mm-hmm. but much longer and stupider. Um, yes. So I'm doing, I'm doing, we're doing teardown crew. Uh, this is after wasteland. This is several days post wasteland. Uh, we're doing boundary crew where we're, we're pulling the stakes that, that define the boundaries of wasteland. Quite a lot of them. Uh, like, like, a, like a thousand. I don't even know. It's a, it's an inconceivable number. Um, this is, so what is it? Two days, two days, three days post wasteland. It's very hot. I'm, I'm setting this up to demonstrate that it is a hot. We're in the middle of the Mojave. Um, <laughs> it's hot. Um, I, I don't personally have a cooler with any ice in it. Um, I haven't had a cold drink in days. I've at this point, <laughs> the very concept, the concept of a cold drink, a refrigerated drink, uh, anything refreshing, frankly, is inconceivable. Uh, we've forgotten that such things exist. Um, I'm hot. I'm it's amazing hot. how fast it's that dry. happens. Yeah. Oh, oh it's so yeah. fast. So we're out there, we're pulling up stakes. We've got a whole stake bed truck uh, or flatbed truck just covered in these stakes because um, we've just been pulling them out of the ground with our with our hands and our legs and our bodies. Uh, it's pretty hard labor. And we're hot. We're mm-hmm. dry. I am as dry as Ben Shapiro's wife. Uh, I was about I, to say that. Yes! Wait oh. for it! Oh. I, didn't want, I didn't want to bring her into it, but I want to make fun of him. Uh, yeah. So it's... So it's hot. It's it, we're, it's very yeah. hot, and we've been pulling up stakes for several hours. And someone says, uh, "Hey, would you like a Gatorade? We got a, we got a cooler full of Gatorades right here in the flatbed truck." Uh, and I went, "Oh my god!" Like I didn't know such a thing. Like cold ones, like fucking cold ones. And they go, "Yeah, like cold ones. We've we've got ice. We've got a freezer back at the the, the, the crew area. So it's cold. It's cold drinks." I, yeah. Um, yeah. So now we're gonna go back in time. We're going to go back in time about 24 hours um, to that very, that very flatbed truck that we're on. It was parked in the repair bay. Um, someone was working on it because it is an old truck and it is bad. It is a bad and dumb uh, old truck. And the particular kind of bad and dumb it is requires that sometimes the truck won't start and someone has to pull open the hood and pour gasoline directly into the motor. Um, and because of that, well, oh, now you wow. have to keep some extra gasoline around in case that happens out in the field. So what someone did, which made complete sense at the time was they asked themselves, what kind of containers do we have nearby that can fit in an engine compartment and is safe with gasoline. And it turns out a Gatorade bottle was the answer to that question. Uh, Gatorade, the bottles are made of the right (laughs) material. You can safely store gasoline. So someone filled it all the way up to the top and, uh, it was just sort of sitting in the engine compartment. It wasn't, it wasn't labeled, please drink me. Um, so someone else, was told, hey, you, you need to go get the, the boundary truck, that flatbed truck. I need you to go get that thing and do a thing with it. So that person went to the repair bay, said, oh, there's the truck. Oh, someone's left a full sealed ga- Gatorade in the engine compartment. And they took that Gatorade 
uh, and they put it in the cooler with all the other Gatorades, which makes complete sense. And then they no. do something with the truck. <laughs> <laughs> all totally reasonable. Every single step in this chain of events is like a perfectly reasonable yeah. step. Uh, you could look back and go, no, no one... <laughs> <laughs> no one did the wrong thing. Everything here made sense, at least for a brief moment. Um, so I'm hot. I'm hot. Everyone's hot. The entire world is hot. My mouth is the Sahara. Uh, and someone has just handed me a, a an ice-cold, slightly yellowish Gatorade that I didn't know existed up until this moment. And now I'm very, very excited oh. about how cold and refreshing this is going to be. Um, so you just imagine being that thirsty and imagine how much hesitation you would have between opening that bottle and pouring the whole thing down your mouth. I suspect it would be a very short delay. And for me, I, I did it. I open, I, I, I unscrewed that bottle. And I just pulled my head back and I basically just poured half that bottle directly into my mouth without the slightest hesitation. Oh no. And it ruined me. Oh no. How long, it, I, how long until you noticed? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I took, it took about a millisecond. <laughs> I was on my, I was on my hands and knees vomiting and it was, it was gasoline, like full on. I mean, I suppose you've probably so never did had you probably So did you swallow? Like bad. it got into your stomach? Yeah. Did you, did you I swallow? Don't, I, you know what? I don't think, I don't think any really got it in my stomach. I mean, the, <laughs> yeah, the moment, really okay, personal with this story. <laughs> the moment it touches your, went, yeah. your body has a very intense reaction to it. I was on my hands and yes. knees just vomiting on the ground and yeah. de- demanding someone throw me anything that's not gasoline so I can clean my mouth out. Yeah. Uh, I taste everything I ate and drank tasted like gasoline for like a whole day after that. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It was the vilest thing to ever be put in my mouth. <laughs> when you saw the color of it, were you like, oh, this must be a new flavor Gatorade I haven't experienced before? <laughs> Salty lemon. Well, here's the regular <laughs> gasoline. It's not like a weird color. It's like a. It's like slightly yellowish. So like, yeah, it's like yeah. the lemon lime flavor. It's you look at you Gatorade. Like Conceivably, like, oh. conceivably, that's a Gatorade flavor. Sure, why not? I mean, like it's in, it's in a Gatorade ones. bottle in a cooler. And you wouldn't yeah. be like, hey, this is full of fucking gasoline. <laughs> like, yeah. Why would anybody? Why would anybody put that in a cooler? That's insane. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is amazing. Um, but and nobody I, I'm not died. Sur- Yes. Once again, we came really close. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I've, um, like, what is, what is it called when you, when you, uh, use a hose to get gasoline out of a tank? Oh, siphon. Yeah. So I've manually siphoned gas before and even just like getting a little bit of the fumes is nauseating. I cannot imagine what it would be like to actually get gasoline in your mouth. (laughs) It, it It was a sensory experience. I will tell you that. Um, so, uh, do you remember, do you remember, what was it? Um, um, lethal weapon. He, he, he gets gasoline in his mouth. Like, uh, Exxon, do you know which brand you got? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm thinking that one was, uh, it was not good. I mean, if, if I'm guessing, I'm going to say it was some very cheap gas. Yeah. Arco. Yeah. Arco. Arco for sure. Somebody, somebody it, didn't get to use their credit card to buy that one. And it had probably been like sitting and and cooking in this in this engine compartment for weeks, months potentially. Oh, so no, it was no. stale so gasoline. Time. No, because yeah, they it wasn't even had to fresh. Use it to start at half the time, so it was probably pretty <laughs> yeah, fresh. This wasn't even gasoline before its sell by date. Yeah. <laughs> so this, um, all the all the volatile chemicals that make it really oh, fucking nasty. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. So that reminds me of a of a fun story. Um, 
I have I, I run a couple of generators at Wasteland because I need to be able to like charge batteries and run my computer yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, and usually they just start and they're fine. And this year they did start and they were fine. But one of them, after a couple of days, decided it wasn't going to start. And I checked the gas. It had gas. I checked the spark. It had spark. So I already know, you know, it's it's low on oil and it's in safety mode. It won't start without enough oil. And so I, so I checked the oil and it was running low. And so I was like, yes, I figured it out. Do I have any oil? No. So I said, I'm going to go to the number one person I know has everything. And that was the Swede at the WCC. And I walk oh, up yeah. to him and I said, hey, Swede, I need a, I need a favor. Um, oh, gosh. Do you have any oil for a um, generator? And he was like, ha, no. And I was like, why not? And he was like, because we service our generators before Wasteland. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Called out. Cool. So now I'm going to go to my number two person. And it, he should have been my number one. Um, but the WCC was closer. I went to Spud that with was gonna Black be my Thumb. Guess. Yep. And I and he was actually camped with uh, Thunderdome at the time, the uh, Death Guild. And I walk up to him and I'm like, hey, um, do you have any generator oil? And of course he was like, yeah, I've got oil. Uh, do you have anything to put it in? And I was like, uh, I'll be right back. My generator? So, <laughs> no. Well, I, I came back with a little <laughs> tiny Dixie cup, like the small ones, the, the like four ounce made for like kids juice Dixie cups. Right. <laughs> and he fills me right up with some WD 40, not WD 40 with some 10 W 30. And I was like, is this going to be safe in there? He's like, yeah, you're good. Oh, gosh. And so I'm walking back and between death guild and the Dukes of the nuke, I have to kind of swing right by attack squad. Oh. And so anytime I walk by attack squad, yeah. someone pulls me over. We have a quick conversation. So I'm just holding this small cup of oil and one of the attack squad sees me holding the cup and he's like, Hey, what's in the cup? And I was like, Oh, it's a, it's a new uh, wasteland shot called the motor oil. And he was like, I'll take it. And he just like grabs it from me and he starts to go to shoot. I was like, no, 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 no. Can I guess on who that was? Oh my God. I don't remember who it was, but yes, your guess my, is. Uh, my guess is that it was Joe Riot. <laughs> or it was um, Danny, the um, bassist, guitarist. Uh, I, it could I have been. Any, was, I don't think either of those would surprise me. Yeah. It, it could have been anyone attack. from Attack Squad. Yep. If it was Tim, you would have remembered Tim. Yeah. Oh so God. even though I told him flat out it was motor oil, I did say it was a shot called motor oil. So I guess the blame could have been on me. I mean, the casino had had a drink called Tide Pod. <laughs> so if, if ever there were a place where a drink might be called motor oil, it would be Wasteland. Yeah. Oh, well yeah. done. What, what's oh that my Mexican gosh. ice drink? <laughs> Horchata? Oh, horchata? Horchata. I remember uh, somebody brought horchata to like tear down and we were using that and I was mixing it with like different oh, yeah. flavored alcohols and I made fireball. a fireball. Uh, fireball. Thank you. Horchata and fireball. And I said oatmeal. Ra- it so tastes like an oatmeal raisin cookie. So I was yeah. going around like, and I love just being like, Hey, would you like an oatmeal raisin cookie? And people were like, what am I? Here you go. And I'd hand them the cup. My buddy, uh, Adam rude, ginger motherfucker that is from them them those people uh i'm like, I'm like would guy. you like an oatmeal, oatmeal raisin I cookie and he goes yeah sure and he takes his hands like puts it in like that grabbing a cookie or grabbing a pringles yeah, and he yeah, just yeah. dunks his hand into my dixie cup like to his like third knuckle and i'm like the fuck are you doing he's like the fuck is happening 
cooking. His hands all soaked, and I'm all like, and he's like, I thought they were actually like little Eat cookies. Eat the cookie now. Eat your fingers. <laughs> I'm sort of annoyed and pissed off that he like put his hand in my fucking drink. He's like, why is my hand wet, asshole? I thought you had cookies. And then like five seconds later, we were laughing. And why he is didn't... my hand wet? Yeah, <laughs> I thought you had cookies. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's. Uh, Adam. So uh, speaking of which. All three of you guys are kind of like wasteland hobos. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a really good way. You all are constantly making your rounds. You're going from camp to camp. You're very friendly, always like willing to lend a hand. Is that what it is? Well, that's exactly exactly what I want to know. What is your favorite hobo meal that you've had at Wasteland? And um, uh, Interpreter, why don't you go first? Um, one of my favorite meals that I've had at Wasteland was, or it was at a Wasteland event. It was, um, the first tribes moot and, um, Mr. Fahrenheit and I had like kind of started being friends, but we didn't really know each other. It was just like that online. So you don't actually know who the person is. Um, (laughs) he found out what I had brought to eat for most of my meals. And so he got real mad on Sunday morning when he saw me eating gummy worms for breakfast. And so he literally chased me down with a lamb chop yelling at me, (laughs) gummy worms aren't breakfast. Gummy worms aren't breakfast. And I'm running and hiding from him. And I'm like, yes, it is. Yes, they are. I'm shoving them in my mouth. And he's like holding the lamb chop, like shaking it at me, like eat the lamb chop. And I'm like, gummy worms. It was a really good lamb chop. Gummy mm. <laughs> worms and lamb chop. Mm. Oh, I could go for that. Awesome. Yeah. And that's how we became friends. <laughs> Chops, what's your favorite hobo meal? You know, I'm not sure if I ever had like a notable meal at Wastelander. Honestly, I think I think the problem is less that I haven't had uh, a notable meal. It's that I think I do most of my eating uh, after a lot of pot. Uh, and yeah. I'm just, <laughs> it's late at night. And you know what? The meals honestly get mostly forgotten. I think that explains a lot of our interactions, to be honest. <laughs> when Chop just comes up to you and tells you yeah. you're beautiful. You're yeah. so beautiful. I love you. You smell fantastic. <laughs> and then he does it to the next person. Is that what and I the usually next person, tell you? That's true. You do, but then you do it to other people. And I'm like, fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll be beautiful it. and I'll smell fantastic. <laughs> the basic hygiene. You like that, baby? Yeah. Nice. So I actually bathed myself at Wasteland. I bathed the week ago. What's up? I'm royalty. Fantastic. Zephyr, do you have one that you can remember? I have. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to preface this that I have had many, many delicious meals by many generous hosts and friends. Uh, Legio springs to mind with their feasts and just generally making sure that I'm fed and hydrated and also boozed up. Uh, fuck you, Road Rash. They're awesome. Um, but one of the ones I think was surprising <clears throat> two or three, four, many years ago, there was like the carnival themed wasteland group that built that giant fucking tower. Yeah. That's the uh, caution tape carnival. Yes. Th- and the cool people from what I can remember. Um, but I remember like just wandering in with somebody and like some guy was like, like cutting spam into chunks, breading them in panko crumbs and like deep frying them in like this little thing. And I was like, awesome. He's like, have as much as you want. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, sure. And I just like <laughs> sat there and just ate like a bunch. I kept on looking around. I'm like, to get like, am I, am I being that asshole eating way too much? He's like, just, he's like, I just want to make it. I think or, or, that's vaguely, maybe I was, he was being nice and I just wasn't picking up on the signals. I was 
you know, I he's thought like, it was James Bond, sure, but I was really Homer Simpson at the party. Anyway, <laughs> just that, was, that was amazing because it was surprising and I was really hungry. <laughs> I just didn't expect to have deep fried Spam breaded with panko crumbs. Yeah. But the weirdest one that sticks to my mind was Uranium Springs, like nine or 10 at night. I was so tired because I, a lot of times I, excuse me, get up at the sun and then I like party and I'm like, I'm going to take a nap before going out and partying again. But I was yeah. starving and it was like Smart. after dinner, everybody had kind of like, I had missed all the meals that I could have like wandered in and gotten like, and so I went back to my place and I always have like a stash of like non-perishables and it was uh, beef ramen and I crushed it up in the bag, opened the bag and poured some of that like boxed tomato soup in and I shifted it in. <laughs> Realized I forgot to get the fucking packet out. Got the packet out, like licked the packet clean, ripped the packet open with my teeth, and like poured it in, and like stirred it with my finger. And as I was shoveling into my finger, and it's crunchy, but it tastes good. And as it started to seep in, it got a lot softer. And I like I ate the whole thing, like ripped open the bag and licked it. And I was like, oh god, I hope nobody sees me. And like, did it taste good, or were you just that hungry? Yes. Yes. Okay. Exactly. And like I, I mean, I probably wore half of it in my beard, but that 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 Beautiful. makes me remember. That was like one of the most surprisingly amazing meals because I wasn't expecting it to taste that freaking good. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And you know so, what? I do um, have a notable meal that happened before oh, I got drunk for the day. It was it was <laughs> breakfast. This was this might have been the year I met you, Mike, uh, because I, I it was just me and a motorcycle and a tarp draped over the motorcycle. That was that, I was yep. living I was living under a tarp draped over a motorcycle. It was beautiful on, on top of a couple of like uh, a couple of like moving blankets and things. Yeah. Um, and there was one morning. This must have been a few days into the event because I I'm just I'm waking up. I'm under a tarp. I'm covered in dust. There's like tumbleweeds in my beard and there's dirt <laughs> in my mouth. Uh, and I, and I just, I wake up and I'm, I'm just sort of laying there. I'm conscious and I don't know what I'm supposed to do with myself, but, uh, I, I must've done it pretty hard the next day, but cause I was, I was, I was pretty well hung over. And, uh, at that, at that moment, I just had the thought, God help me. I would kill right now for like a breakfast burrito and, and a Coke. And, uh, and I sort of <laughs> roll out from under my tarp and someone walks out of, the front wasteland city gates sees me and goes, ah, you look like you could probably use this. And he hands me a breakfast burrito. No and way. A, and a glass bottle of Coca-Cola. What? <laughs> that was an angel. <laughs> he flew that away on wings of glass. Yeah. <laughs> Be not afraid, mortal. I got a burrito. I'm fucking fine. When you walk around wasteland, there are some amazing chefs there. There's so much food being shared. Of course, uh, post COVID things might change, but yeah. we'll get back to normal um, in our, no time. Our new normal. New normal. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get back yeah. to our new normal in no time. <laughs> we'll go back but, to um, looking at each other. No time flat. Oh, I can't wait. So many yeah. faces. <laughs> yeah. I'm always so impressed by what people can put together out there. You know, people bring entire smokers. Oh yeah. There's, there's like full fledged kitchens. Uh, I'm always super impressed. Do you guys have a favorite tribe. All right. So, you know, remember Lady and the Tramp, of course, and, uh-huh. and Tramp the dog. He would go to like, you know, go get like a special treat at the Italian restaurant. He would he would go and and get some food at the Irish family. He had a different spot to go for every night. Um, and by all that, I'm trying to say, 
who's got the best food? Which camp do you do you get drawn to? Like when you when you know I'm not getting food anywhere else, I better go to this place because they get the best grub. I love the Texas barbecue place. Yes. And I came up on there uh, by chance. I was um, with um, Amazon and Trail Boss and we were walking around and the guy had a huge crush on Amazon. And so he was calling her over. (laughs) Who doesn't? Oh, yeah. And I will totally take advantage of people. Yeah, I love it. People that have crushes on Amazon and Trail Boss and then give me treats to like (laughs) make me feel included or to put a good word in. Um, I'm like, yeah, you got it. (laughs) And so... um, he was calling Amazon over and then he started giving us free food to like awesome. trying to impress her. I was like, oh yeah, no, I, I'm good friends with her. I will definitely put a good word in for you for a sandwich. <laughs> 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 and so, yeah, I was like, oh, but that, it's oh, no, sober. He was, he was trying to nag like, you. It was actually you he was into. So he's like, I'm going to no, talk to her No, because every time he because sees me, I'm he's like, to... every time he sees me, I'm like, I'm Amazon's friend. He's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, the short redhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still trying to nag you. It'll work eventually. You'll eventually realize he's all about he's all about that barbecue life. No, he's definitely Team Amazon. I'm. I love watching well, the uh, barbecue guys. They like they'll cut pieces of brisket and just start handing it to people as yeah. they come down the road. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Wasteland meat. <laughs> Fellas, do you have any uh, favorite tribes? What's your go-to? You know what? I love my own camp at CCB. We've got our own uh, chef and a smoker, and uh, and they oh, chefs. Great. They are fantastic. Plural, our plural chefs. Yeah. Our, our chef. Our chef is like he doesn't even really go out to wasteland much. He kind of just hangs out in the kitchen and makes food. But that's a, what I love he it. loves, and people yeah. people yeah. come to him, and yep. that yeah. There's certain wastelanders that that's what they do. They're like, I will be in this one location. You come find me. And as a wanderer, I try and go find all the people that I'm like, <laughs> I know where you're going to be. It's easy to find you. <laughs> I can interact uh, with you and then I will go disappear again. But also there is the Legio feast, which is a legend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Every year. I'm, yes. I'm going to say Legio and CCB for me, but they're, they're the ones that like are kind of like, staples and that they always have mostly almost have food available for people yeah. and everything like that especially ccb but just everybody is just super generous like you smell something and you're just like oh i'm gonna go that way and then people are like we made a bunch for you motherfuckers <laughs> eat up then we're gonna eat you because we're cannibals Woo, wasteland I got oh, yeah. ribs at yeah Camp Soundbite one year because they were making ribs and I walked by and they're like we have extras you want some and I was like yes oh my god <laughs> Yeah, and so I was just sitting there, and I'm like, "Hi, I'm the interpreter. I, I would like to meet all of you we before should, you eat your food." We should start like midnight bacon, where or midnight midnight snacks, where like every camp around midnight just starts cooking snacks, and drunk assholes can wander yeah. around with a that's plate. That's what Kit does. Like, I don't know yeah. what tribe he's in with anymore, but he was the. I don't know if the ferals are still a thing, but that's what Kit does. Night lunch, and yeah. he does night like a, lunch. an alligator and everything, and there's uh, tokens and stuff that you can get. But yeah, full on so feast. Fun. But we, it should be a group wide thing where other people, not yeah. me, because I'm lazy. I'll be yeah. like, here's here's ramen packets. I already yeah. I already snorted the uh, seasoning. <laughs> here's some Wicked. tomato paste. <laughs> I am so appreciative of all the tribes that are willing to share their food because oh, yeah. I'm always on the go, just like you guys. And you know, I don't always have the time to uh, go and make a sandwich or remember. And and just, exactly. And so you're so saying those... Warlord Grimm doesn't feed you? Drink! Drink! Drink. <laughs> Chops. 
no i the the dukes of the nuke we are we're a very well-fed tribe um we also have a smoker we've got uh several people who like to cook but i can't always find my way there and and the the big thing is i'm not always there when the food is done because there is no schedule at the dukes it's just done when it's done but um as I'm traveling around, it's been amazing because people would be like, hey, do you just want this? And they'll just literally hand me something like hand to hand, no uh-huh. plate necessary. Here's this meat and I'll just put it in my mouth and keep going. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, mama bird so feeding fun. baby bird, two meals, one chops. What? Okay. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, You know, it'd be a fun game, like cook, cook a whole bunch of meat and, uh, and give it to anyone who shows up. But the rule is you have to eat it um, as a team lady in the tramp style. <laughs> with a stranger and you have to have yeah. somebody else just watch you straight face just the whole time watching as you're eating it. yes <laughs> but i think one of the one of the benefits we as um wasteland travelers have is that there's no refrigeration or very little refrigeration and so when someone cooks something they need to eat it all or yeah. give it all away and so if you just happen to show up at dinner time and there's a pile left over you will get that offer I also believe that a lot of waste, like a majority of wasteland, some sort of, or everybody has some sort of like social disorder or like gets really <laughs> nervous. Like they have, like they get insecure or they're nervous and it's hard for them to go out and talk to people. Uh-huh. And so being that person that's like, oh, hey, what are you doing over here? And there's people that like, they, they, why there's so many missions and other things that people offer it. So people will come to them. And that's why I think part of why a lot of people gift food out is because that's their way to give back to the community and come and talk to me and I will hang out with you. And I'm like, I will ruin your time with my presence. <laughs> I love, I love that you said that because that was actually one of my tricks. Like when I was at a party that was more people than I could handle, mm-hmm. um, I would just bring something to cook. Yeah. And so I, I would just jump into the kitchen, make some awesome food and people would come to me like one mm-hmm. or two at a time being like, Hey, what are you making? Yeah. And that's so I get cool. to like kind of limit to one or two people at a time, my, my conversations. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have to feel like I was, had to be on, I could just be busy cooking and say, Hey, what's up? And then be the popular guy when the food was done, you know? Yeah. You have a task. So there's something that you're doing and it's like, here you go. I don't have to talk about myself. We can just talk about this food right now. Maybe I haven't experienced it yet, but would it be amazing if like people were just like, they got like a cooler on wheels and they just made food and then they wander around just giving food. Like, does does anyone do that? Um, Health is restrictions. That, oh, is that the next yeah, there is. There are some laws like, that come cut, into play. Cut that, that out. Might, cut that, that out. That might okay. be like a uranium <laughs> springs thing. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I will definitely. I will definitely say code. people should do that. Uranium springs, allegedly. Yeah, health, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think we're about uh, ready to wrap it up. I just want to say how appreciative I am that you guys all came on to talk with us today, Um, and all three of you guys are always ready to lend a hand. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. If if some work is happening, uh, you'll all jump right in and um, do your best. <laughs> and then when there's photos, I just give thumbs up and pretend like I wasn't doing anything because I have a reputation. Yeah. <laughs> My best is good enough. <laughs> I love it, though. And uh, oh. yeah, it's, it's always fun because I get to bump into you guys. We yes. cross paths all the time. And I think it's so fun. I love finding you and being like, hey, I saw this cool thing. Do you want to go check it out? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's yeah. uh, keep talking for that Pat- Patreon only. Oh, yeah. Bob. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm so gonna um, go, uh, I'm going to go pee right now. So yeah, yeah I was do like, it. We, we could also have Chops talk about how he is the reason Wasteland Elvis, from what I have heard, Allegedly. why Wasteland Elvis is 
Wasteland Elvis. Okay. So yeah, guys, um, let's see. We're going to wrap this up right now. But if you want to hear these extra stories that everyone is dying to tell and dying for you to hear, join up with a Patreon because this is going to be a Patreon only continuance of the conversation. So make sure you jump over to patreon.com slash the apocalypse post. Donate as little as $1 and you can start getting access to all the stuff that you normally wouldn't have access to. Zephyr, don't forget about the mirror this time. I know. See, I'm actually <laughs> so you can see more. Oh, son of a oh, bitch. <laughs> oh, no. All right, I'm going to try to do my hey, closing while watching Zephyr uh, release Remember everything. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All things are possible with consent. <laughs> Only available on All right, Patreon. guys. Well, this has been another... <laughs> this has been another round of Wastelander stories. Uh, I cannot wait to see you all out in the wastes again when it's safe to do so. And remember, if you ever take a shot of gasoline, that would be totally reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends. If you hated it, send it to your enemies along with a box of stale Twinkies. And your friends. <laughs> and I'll pee in your mouth, which is a story. And we'll see you Oh, man. I'll see y'all next time, survivors. Love you guys, man. Love you so much. Thank you for doing this. (laughs) Chuck's just shaking his head. (laughs) Hey, survivors. Makeshift here to remind you that the Apocalypse Post is brought to you in no small way by our Patreon supporters. Join the ranks for early access and exclusive content with support levels now named for fancy Fallout-ridden factions like the $2 per creation Drifter or the $7 Wastelander. Knowing you've got my back has helped me dedicate more time to this channel, spreading love of the post-apocalypse, and less time on stupid real-world stuff. Sign up right now at patreon.com slash theapocalypsepost.